with all wisdom, where we are applying biblical truth to everyday life. My name is Derek Brown, and I am here today with Cliff McManus. We are both pastors and elders at Creekside Bible Church in Cupertino, California, and professors at the Cornerstone Bible College and Seminary in Vallejo, California. But today, we have a special guest who I will introduce in just a moment. But before I get to our guest and our topic for today, I want to encourage you to check out withallwisdom.org, where you will find a large and growing collection of written and audio resources that are designed specifically to help you grow spiritually in your walk with the Lord. And we've added a few new regular features to the website I want to draw your attention to. We've added weekly devotionals. We've also added a regular feature called Great Quotes from Great Books, which gives you a few sentences or a few short paragraphs from a book for your edification, but also to expose you to good Christian books so that you might purchase those books and grow from them. Now on to our guest and our topic. Our guest shares the last name as Cliff because we have the privilege of talking to Cliff's son, Tim McManus, today. And we want to talk specifically to Tim about his experience of growing up in a Christian home, and not just a Christian home, but a pastor's home. But before we get to our topic, Tim, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you graduated from college, what industry you currently work in, your favorite basketball team, what you like to do in your off hours, things like that? Hi, thanks for having me uh, on the podcast, first of all. I'm Tim. I went to the Master's University, graduated a couple years back. Uh, with a degree in business and an emphasis in accounting and finance and management. So now I work at a CPA firm in San Jose, uh, and I'm living at home, and it's been great. And in terms of my favorite basketball team, I grew up a huge Spurs fan. Mm. I liked In high school, I kind of transitioned to an OKC Thunder fan, and then (laughs) as soon as they traded away all their future MVPs, I stopped following them and pretty much just follow players. Gotcha. Any favorite players right now? Right now, it's got to be Luca. Yep. Um, and obviously Kevin Durant. Cool. Yeah. Great. Well, um, you may not remember it, or maybe you do. I'm not sure if you do, Cliff. But a few years ago, uh, Barnabas Piper, the son of John Piper, wrote a book called The Pastor's Kid, and in it, he talked about the joys and trials of growing up in a home and going to church where your dad is a pastor. And uh, I read and reviewed that book for a journal when it first came out. And while his experience may have been generally positive, he drew from pastor's kids whose experience were not whose experiences were not altogether good. Not all the pastor's kids he quotes talk negatively about their experience, but throughout the book, he does quote from pastor's kids who spoke of their dad's hypocrisy or his unbalanced commitment to the ministry over his family. Some kids talked about how hard it was to live up to people's expectations or the double standards they put upon them as pastor's kids. And I'm not disputing any of those statements. I trust that they are all true and direct quotes from actual pastor's kids. And because I've also personally heard stories from pastor's kids that are similar to the quotes in uh, Barnabas Piper's book. And um, some kids who grow up in pastor's homes would attest that their upbringing was challenging. Uh, But you have a slightly different story, Tim. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience as a pastor's kid? Yes. I think for me, it wasn't challenging looking back. Um, I never felt external pressure or anything like that. Um, I actually don't recall at all ever anybody ever making any comments to me or comments to me about my role as a pastor's kid mm. or like holding me to a different standard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't have any experience with that. Uh, and I think part of that just has to do with the fact that my parents, um, 
raise me how they were supposed to. Uh, there is like a, I think there is a biblical way to raise your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it's throughout the Bible. It talks about parenting and it commands fathers and mothers to treat their kids a certain way, like bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord, mm-hmm. um, discipline them properly. Um, obviously spend time with them, mm-hmm. be around them, provide for them, mm-hmm. things like that. And so I think my parents definitely did that for me. And so I just never really thought about it. Um, being a hard experience. Um, and also I, I guess I don't think pastors have a, an inherent tendency to raise kids who are misbehaved or who Mm. walk away from the faith. I think that, that just kind of happens no matter what your job is. Like if you're a fireman, you might have issues raising your kid. Um, so that just happens to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, yeah, I just, it was an easy, yeah, pretty good childhood. Well, I, so I uh, came to know Cliff in 2003, which is 19 years ago. Yeah. And so you would have been how old 19 years ago? I would have been five. Five, okay. And so I had, and, and because Cliff was my supervising pastor, I, and we quickly became friends, I had kind of front row seats into the McManus family. And it just always seemed like a, a fun family, honestly. That was my first impression is that you guys knew how to have a lot of fun. It was fun. And um, one of the – and then later on, uh, I remember um, – I think you showed me pictures from a time you took the 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 guys, some of the guys like Tim and, and Rustin, your other son, and a few of the other uh, guys out to uh, – I think it was Chuck E. Cheese – yeah, and there you are at Chuck E. Cheese with a stack of commentaries, yes. working through a sermon while the guys are having fun, and um, I just I just love how you integrated just the fun being with your kids with the pastoral life, and um, I I would assume that that played largely largely into Tim's positive experience. Yeah, we have many fond memories of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> we, Tim, literally, yeah, I'd bring a bag of commentaries uh, because I was a pastor and had weird hours compared to your yeah. average nine to five business guy. Right. I had some flexibility so I could take the kids off uh, mom's hands and maximize that time. And then uh, it, it was time to spend time, uh, quality time with my two sons or whether it was my daughters as well. And when, yeah, free, uh, frequent stop was at Chuck E. Cheese and they'd play and I'd, I'd study there and <laughs> we'd do that at uh, the McDonald's Playland as well. Mm. So that happened frequently. It's just, let's enjoy family time. Let's maximize it. Yeah. That's a good study environment. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> able to focus. Uh, Tim, why don't you? Do you have kind of in part, any particular fond or fun memories you have of growing up as a as a, just as a pastor's kid, or just in the church, or anything you remember that your parents did particularly well that you appreciated? Well, I think growing up, anything related to f- family, uh, we always enjoyed being together as a family and having everybody there. Mm-hmm. It was never. It was like all inclusive, like all of our siblings liked to hang out with each other. We all got along um, and family vacations were just so much fun. So pretty much every year we would try to get one of those in for a summer or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we just, yeah, let me, there's so let me many go, of them. Let me interject there, Tim, um, because you mentioned how I think it's really important, uh, this stigma of that if you are a child in a pastor's home, then you're vulnerable more than anybody else. 
to becoming disillusioned right. or regretting being right. a part of the church or whatever else. And you made a great point that that could happen at any home, regardless of what your parents are, fireman. <clears throat> and I think that's true. And then you made another good point that God has given us a model of, of all parents of how you're supposed to raise your children. Mm -hmm. And those principles are the same for a pastor right. and his wife as it is for the Christian fireman, as it is for the Christian businessman. Yeah. And those are fundamental principles. God knows what's best for the children, how they're supposed to be raised. There aren't a lot of those principles. There's just a few, a handful yeah. of them that are manageable that we can remember, that we can actually do and implement. And you mentioned several of those, Tim, about the priorities of a parent. One that you didn't mention that would uh, we should add to the mix was <clears throat> raise your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord is the positive part, but Colossians uh, 3.21 and Ephesians 6.4 say similar things, they say to, to parents, do not provoke your children yeah, and do not exasperate your children. Yeah. Uh, the one in Colossians 3.21, do not exasperate your children so that they will not lose heart right. or become dispirited or discouraged, or it's a rare word, uh, broken in spirit, disheartened. Um, and another way to say it is don't be harsh mm. in how you raise your children. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was clear in my mind and my wife's mind that we've got God's given us four kids and we need to do what God said, the positive, raise them positively in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And at the same time, uh, refrain from doing the negative, yeah. which is provoking them and disheartening them and being harsh. Mm -hmm. And we were able to try to hold each other accountable not to do that. I guess my number one goal was we want our four kids to look back years later at their family life that they just thoroughly enjoyed being a part of our family. Yeah. And with yeah. that, because I was a pastor and she was a pastor's wife, that part of that would be they're looking back and they thoroughly enjoyed their church experience growing mm -hmm. up in the church, mm -hmm. you know, they, in their thirties, man, I loved growing up at the church. Yeah. And I had some good mentors that helped prepare me for that very deliberately mm -hmm. uh, pastors. Cause you know, you quote that book from Piper's son. I remember when that book came out Yeah, and I heard him being interviewed on a, Christian radio station at the time, and uh, it sounded more negative than I would have expected. The review that I, I mean, wrote kind of concluded tilted in that direction. Yeah, so I was I was discouraged. Uh, I was a pastor for a few years. It didn't resonate with me. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, boy, I'd I'd be really discouraged if my son, who was 25 or 30 years old, was writing this book in the same perspective. Yeah. Um, and so I took note of that, and I, I didn't want my kids to have that experience. So. Yeah. We were just very deliberate in trying to implement biblical principles. God knows best. Let's give them a, a full Christian experience, uh, a loving family, uh, and also allow them to enjoy life as they're growing up. Let mm -hmm. kids be kids. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think we saw that. And another thing you mentioned, Tim, was that you know we had four kids, so you had three siblings, and it was like the siblings were like best friends all the time growing up, even to this yeah. day. Here you are, 25, your siblings are 29, 28, and... 22, and you guys still would rather hang out with each other. <laughs> That's great. That's really encouraging. Uh, Tim, any uh, comments about your church experience specifically? I mean, you've been at a few different churches. Cliff's, you know, had roles at different churches uh, and in different parts of the country even. Um, any thoughts about any particular experience that you had in the church or thoughts about your experiences in the, the church? Yeah, I think growing up... Um at a smaller church, GBF originally, and then even Creekside. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the best things or the fondest things I can look back on is just the people 
the friends that I met mm-hmm. at church mm-hmm. and just being immersed in that environment was good for me. Uh, and I also went to Christian schools my whole life, which I look back on and I'm, I'm grateful for that too, yeah. because I just met so many good friends who I, I'm still friends with to this day. And yeah. some of them even still go to the same church as me. Um, I have a lot of good experiences with them. Um, and the opportunities in terms of missions, uh, growing up in the church, I was able to go on plenty of missions trips as a kid. Yeah. Uh, Ghana was one of them, uh, several places in Mexico, uh, Russia? Guatemala, Russia, my school. All the, yeah. It, oh, he went to Russia? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. With my dad. That's cool. We did a basketball camp. So, wow. Let me wow. chime in there, Tim. Yeah. So uh, Chuck Swindoll, who was before I had children, I just remember him saying he was pastor down in Southern California, very influential had several kids, and I actually went to college with one of his children, mm-hmm. and uh, she loved her dad. She loved growing up in the church. Yeah. She had a great experience growing up in the Swindoll family, and, I, and Chuck Swindoll just – he wrote a book on parenting and pastoring, and a couple things he said for pastors was uh, use your uh, vocation as a pastor to provide unique experiences for your children that they'll look fondly back on, and one of those for Tim, I think, was providing missions opportunities yeah. uh, for Tim, where – as a and also he loved basketball. I was a basketball coach. I thought Tim loves basketball. He's gifted at it. Let's use this for God's glory. How mm-hmm. can we do that? Well, let's do evangelistic basketball camps. Yeah. And from the time Tim was in seventh grade, he was helping me in youth camps for kids, evangelistic basketball camps. And we did that locally, and then God allowed us to do that around the world. We did mm-hmm. it in Ghana for a week. Tim and I. That's just when he was sixteen. It was uh, just an incredible trip. Him and I. We went to. Uh, St. Petersburg, Russia, and did a basketball camp for college students there. Wow. Uh, Mexico together. Um, so just the, as Tim's able to look back and like he he had unique opportunities that not a whole lot of people have yeah. just in terms of that exposure worldwide and using one of your greatest desires for God's glory, yeah. uh, which was really special. Yeah. And you involved him in ministry, but in a way that was that catered to his skills and abilities and desires. And so it wasn't just you saying you're going to come along, but also thinking specifically about the gifts and talents that your son has. Exactly. Yeah. And that was deliberate. And I got that from Chuck Swindoll, actually, yeah. who he uh, quoted Proverbs 22, 6, raise up a child in the way that he should go. Mm-hmm. And the way he understands the Hebrew there is raise up a child according to his bent or in mm-hmm. keeping with the way God made him. Yeah. Accentuate, incubate, cultivate and expand on his DNA and hard wiring uh, and, and things that he's passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so I knew early on. So, Tim, what do you like? Uh, he likes music and sports and whatever. And so, all right, let's let's fan the flame. Let's yeah. explore those opportunities. Yeah. I'm not going to take you to do curling in <laughs> Africa when you don't like curling. Let's do some basketball. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, Tim, I'm so I'm a pastor here at uh, CBC and uh, got young kids. And I anticipate, Lord willing, being a pastor, well, I'd like to be for the rest of my life. And um, But I am concerned about my kids and their experience in the church, and I have a wonderful wife who is very in tune with that uh, idea of making sure your kids have a, a, a wonderful growing up church experience and family experience, and so I'm thankful for her. But what advice would you have to uh, me and, uh, you know, to my family broadly speaking, to me and my wife, but to me, as a pastor, raising young kids in the church as a pastor, what advice would you have, would you give me to help 
make that a good experience for my kiddos? Well, that's a great question. Um, and as my dad was just talking about, I think there's probably stuff that my parents did a whole lot of stuff intentionally that they did uh, in raising me that I don't even know about, sure. which, um, which was beneficial to me and helped me in the long run. Yeah. But I think looking back, just one of the main things I can say is like doing your best to keep um, your family tightly knit mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. Um, and just making sure that your kids and all the siblings um, enjoy each other's presence. Mm-hmm. And and I know that um, the some of the older ones, the older kids are going to be more influential to the ones that are more impressionable. Mm-hmm. So like making sure that they can remain leaders to younger siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, praying for them. Mm-hmm is a big one because, you know, you can, you, there's things you could do as a parent, but you can only do so much. Right. So you're not going to ensure their salvation. Yeah. And I think eventually you have to let them make their own decisions and, mm-hmm. and walk their walk. Um, but those are just a couple things I could think of. Yeah, no, that's helpful. Thank you. Uh, Cliff, would you have, as you are instructing me or giving me advice, uh, things that you would, and not only myself, but anybody else who's listening, who's in my situation, you know, young kids, pastor, what they should do to help their kids have a good family experience, church experience? Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting here next to Tim, my son, who's 24, hearing him give those answers. And it's not, him and I have actually never talked about this kind right. of stuff, reflecting this way. So yeah. it's very cool to hear about his insight, his thoughts. Mm-hmm. Looking back, those are great. Uh, and I would start there, uh, just piggybacking on what he said of keeping your family tight-knit mm. and that you and your wife have a wonderful relationship, and that's foundational to everything. Yeah. Um, and the better marriage you have, the better parent you're going to mm. be because your kids, they're looking, they're watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the greatest impacts you can have on their life as you model godliness for them. And, and you're a pastor, you're a shepherd, an elder. One of the basic qualifications of an elder is that you manage your household well. Mm-hmm. And the way you treat your children is part of that, mm-hmm. um, both in Titus Titus uh, one six, and then also in First Timothy three. Mm-hmm. So um, that is critical. So your uh, marriage has to be your priority, and then your role as a dad has to be a priority, mm-hmm. and that means quality time, spending time with them. Like Tim said, down on your knees with your wife, praying for them uh, to God uh, to be graciously moving on their hearts from mm-hmm. the time they're young, um, and that. Your kids, as they're growing up, they're just thoroughly enjoying the family. They're enjoying life. They have a preference to be with the family over everything else. Yeah. That's one thing we were blessed with. I remember when our kids were in high school, sometimes, especially my daughters, when it's a Friday night, they're 16 and 17 years old, and they could do anything they wanted to because it's Friday night, and they they want to stay home with mom and dad and watch a movie or something. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, wow, what about your high school friends out there? And so that happened many times. So that was yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. So, and I, I know that you and uh, your wife do a good job of that, that the home is really central mm-hmm. um, for so many things. It's even the hub from which you operate in ministry. Yeah. So you've got to keep that intact. And that's that's the sad thing of a lot of tragic things when you hear later on of uh, kids who grew up in a church or in a pastor's home and are disgruntled, disillusioned. And then you get take a closer look maybe at their family life, yeah, right. and you see some cracks there or some imbalance or yeah. compromises or yeah. things that uh, – weren't revealed at the time was like you know what this this was not a mistake yeah yeah in, in considering some 
some guys probably find it easier to pour their best time and energy and creativity into their job, and in this case, being a pastor, and they come home and they don't expend that same effort and energy to and creativity in developing a home life that the kids would really enjoy. And so, and then that leads to, like you said, children not enjoying their time together as a family as much and becoming disgruntled and disillusioned. And uh, just a reminder to me to put as much effort into making the home a fun and, and enjoyable place as I do and pouring creativity and energy into. Yeah, let me add one more thing, Dirk, yeah. uh, as I just thought of it, is the home is central, but also because you're a pastor, is that provided these unique opportunities for your young children mm-hmm. to be involved in the church in a way that the church, that they own it. This yeah. is my church. This is my dad's church. It's not just my mom's church. This is my church. This yeah. is my church family. So even your young kids, any way that they can get involved in ministry, doing something where they have ownership, and that's that's really important at a young age. Yeah. Uh, and taking them to church events with you and participating at that young level. Because now, Tim, we did that with Tim and our other kids, and here's Tim, 24, going on 25 years old, and he's still involved in ministry at our mm-hmm. church yeah. in new ways, now playing the guitar. I never imagined he'd be doing that. Yeah. Uh, in discipleship groups and those kind of things that he just did on his own later on. Yeah. Um, so, but you got to model and be deliberate about that involvement in ministry, even when they're six and seven years yeah. old. That's good. That's really encouraging. Well, Tim, I want to thank you for being here with us and joining us, sharing your experience as a pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. No problem. Thanks for having me. And uh, for those of you who have uh, been listening, we thank you for joining us in this most recent installment of With All Wisdom, and again, just remind you of withallwisdom.org, where you'll find uh, many resources, including these podcasts, where you can listen or you can read and hopefully find encouragement and growth in your walk with the Lord. And until next time, keep seeking the Lord in His Word. Mm